Hello, dearest listener. You have tuned in to At Your Peril by Arthur McBain and Owen Jenkins. Before we begin, a parish notice. A warning. What you are about to hear may terrify and horrify you to the very core of your being. It may also involve content unsuitable for children, those with a nervous disposition, or wimps. If you must, turn off your receiver now. No? In that case, we shall begin at your peril. It's a crisp morning, or so he tells me. Justin Bates. An Essex lawnmower engineer leaves his house to walk his dog, Joni. He has no idea that he will accidentally stumble upon a cardboard box. A cardboard box that will, in time to come, shake his local community to the core. This was the morning of the 11th of December, 2020. The world was in the turmoil of a pandemic. But Justin found the regular walks enough to keep his mind focused. It was a morning just like any other for that time of year. Fog lying low on the fields. Dew collecting on pine needles. Joni stopping every hundred yards to mark her territory. And it was at a moment such as this that Justin spotted the box. Joni pulled hard on the leash, halting by a ditch for her convenience. And there... Sticking out of the undergrowth was a small cardboard box, sagging slightly from the night's rainfall. When Justin contacted me several months later, he was at pains to reiterate that he didn't know what came over him to investigate what the box's contents might be. But he did. Pulling the lid to one side, he saw that it was filled with tapes. The kind of tapes you'd use in an old dictaphone or tape recorder. Something about the homemade nature of these objects made Justin curious as to take them home and see what was on them. Little did he know that he would end up piecing together a life unknown and get to make acquaintance with a man he'd never met. And, perhaps shockingly, little did he know he'd reveal a murder. From the creator of Time Soup and That American Death, I'm Baker Bugbrook, and this is Terry, A Life on Tape. Uh, uh, hello. Um, oh God, is this thing recording? Um, there's a red light blinking at me, which uh, I assume means it's recording uh although it's only one light so is that blinking or winking <laughs> um <laughs> hey that's true if a one-eyed creature you know closes its eye uh is that is that blinking or or, or winking winking of course the act of closing one eye but it's only got one eye so is that blinking because um well <laughs> goodness <laughs> i'm just started and um already the extraordinary stuff <laughs> Well, I'll just assume it's recording. <clears throat> Hello! It's a beautiful morning. It is 9.45am. It's Sunday, the 28th of October, 2020. My name is Terry. For whoever is listening to this. Um, 
I am a 42-year-old man, and um, <clears throat> what am I doing? Well, uh, I'm off on a walk. Well, why bother recording, Terry? <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's, it's quite a big walk. Um, it's uh, sort of indefinite. How long is my walk? Uh, how long is a piece of string? <laughs> I've decided to go full caveman. Um, well, I guess not full caveman. You know, I've got a, I've got a tent. I've got a guidebook. I've got, um, you know, practical items. Uh, but I am, as of now, uh, homeless. Um, uh, out of choice. <laughs> out of choice. <laughs> I've bunged my belongings in my bag here and I'm just going to wander the beauty of the English countryside. Oh, listen to that. Oh. And um, I'm just going to take it all in. I... Oh, uh. <clears throat> Hello, David. Um, yes, just, uh, just, um, uh, just put the sandwiches in the car and I'll meet you in the car, car park. Um, Sorry about that. It's just um, one of them things where uh, <laughs> a cyclist came past. They saw me talking to myself. I thought, you know, they're going to think I'm mad. So I uh, just had to fake a phone call there. <laughs> what we're like. <laughs> He's gone now. He's on a bike, so it's off quite fast. Um, uh, where was I? Yes. Ah, uh, yes. So I- I'm going to go off grid, trying to live like... Um, well, like uh, like nature intended, really. Uh, you know, we weren't brought to this earth with our brick houses and our iPads. Um, we started out as essentially apes. So, um, uh, I'm going to live like an ape. <laughs> Me, Terry. <laughs> God, I hope that cyclist is gone. He'll think I really am mad. <laughs> Perhaps I am. Oh dear, joking aside, I'm not going to literally live like a monkey, but I, I do want to reconnect with, with nature and interact with it, engage with it. You know, the English countryside is, is so amazing. Um, so I, I know what you're thinking, anyone that knows me, is this because Jill has dumped you and kicked you out of the house? And <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> of course it's not. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with her. No, um, no, 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 this is all about me, <laughs> not her. I'm really excited about this. Um, I think it's going to be quite a journey. <laughs> but Jill, if you are listening, fuck you. Oh, oh. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, okay, what was I? What was I saying? Oh yes, that, that's the other thing. I don't know whether or not you've come across the legend of the Essex Demon. Well, apparently, a horned, uh, half deer, half man sort of thing tends to wander these local bit woods. <laughs> Just uh, generally being a bit well, um, evil and satanic. Uh, um, so, as well as my general day-to-day shenanigans, um, as it's Halloween coming up soon, bit of fun, I thought um, I'd retrace the steps of some of those who have claimed to have spotted the demon. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I should say, I don't believe in that sort of nonsense. Um, but, you know, as my mum used to say, you never know. 
That was uh, like a little catchphrase. You never know! <laughs> Even if it didn't really make any sense, like, uh, you mum, do you want two sugars or one? You never know! <laughs> Dotty old thing. Um, so, uh, yes, I'll be out here, I'll be on my own, but um, I'm not going to be totally alone because I've got this little dictaphone with me and uh, I'm going to be documenting the journey, see how I'm getting on. Uh, and you might even call me the new Bear Grylls. <laughs> Though I, I do think that Bear Grylls uh, stays in five-star hotels when he's not recording. And I know that for a fact he certainly doesn't go around hunting demons. So actually, I'm a little bit more hardcore than Bear Grylls. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm bear microwaved. <laughs> um, uh, trying to think of another one. Uh, I'm Ray Mears. Ray Fears. <laughs> Ray Pears. <laughs> Ray Pears, more like. <laughs> um, so, uh, with the dictaphone, I'm going to talk to you like you're a companion. Um, bring you everywhere I go, record as much as possible, all the things that are happening on the way, all the shenanigans and scrapes I'm getting into. Uh, I think it's going to be fun. Um, we'll see how I get. Hello? Hello? Oh, weird. Thought I could see someone. Um, uh, anyway, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm heading to the woods now, which, uh, believe it or not, sit atop... What's the guidebook say here? <coughs> uh, sit atop uh, an ancient Roman burial ground. Um, some believe it's the Essex Demon stomping ground and the reason that he came to be. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> crazy or not, I'm heading there to set up camp for the night. And I'll speak to you later and let you know how I get on. <laughs> okay. Right, let's tarry out for now. Bye-bye. I had been working on a piece for the New York Times, an investigative report about mafia killings in a Brooklyn pizza restaurant when I received a strange email. Dear Baker, he wrote, My name is Justin and I am writing to you because I have discovered something which I believe will interest you very much. At first, I thought it was a story much like the others that I get pitched on a weekly basis. Parking tickets, neighborly disputes, small-time crime rings... But over three short paragraphs of Justin's email, I knew I had to visit him. There was something in the email that intrigued me. The simplicity, the lack of frill or fanfare, the pure and simple intensity running between each line. Oh. There you go. Ah. Oh. It is evening of day one. I've uh, set up my little fire. I've bought some water, so I've got a lovely cup of tea on the go. <laughs> the sunset is unbelievable. Oh, I, I, I wish you could see it. It's, uh, it's orange, it moves up to pink, and it goes on and on. It's just, it is a work of complete an utter uh, uh, art. Except 
you know, there's no way you could come up with something like this. Like, if you tried to put it on paper, you just, you'd, you'd, you'd never be able to capture the beauty of the, uh, the uh, sky. Oh. And I'm, uh, I'm enjoying my cup of tea. I, uh, I've got a little bit of rum, um, <laughs> which uh, just at the bottom of my bag, which I probably will. Uh, crack out on a bit <laughs> so uh, that's how my evening's going it is it's idyllic I, I don't think life could get any better than this um, or, or maybe I do a lovely hot bowl of beans <laughs> they're warming now on the fire might tuck into them soon um, so oh, here's me I've got a beautiful fire beautiful sunset tasty tin of beans <laughs> um and the question I'm sure you're wondering is, uh, Terry, do you miss civilised life? <laughs> well, not a toffee. Not a single chewy little toffee. <laughs> no, I really... Uh... Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm getting a bit emotional about it, actually. Um... <laughs> I mean... Uh... I think between this and the rat race, or, you know, whatever you call the disastrous world we find ourselves in, I know which one feels more civilised. <laughs> no, no, this is lovely. Um, I wish you could see the sky. Uh, Terry out. Oh. oh, that's all the rum gone. <laughs> oh, it's quite strong. Something inside so strong. Oh, Lord. I know that I can make it. Why you doing me wrong, so wrong. And that indeed it was strong. Oh Lord, something is so strong. Think about Jilly's. She's an enigma. I've never known what she's thinking. If she tells me what she's thinking, then I know, you know, in no uncertain terms, but. This, everything going on now, I, I didn't see this coming at all, at all, at all. She's like a different fucking person. It's like someone else's life. I'm, I'm, I'm looking through the window at someone else's fucking life going, whoa, that looks fucking shit. <sighs> it's my life. I don't know how I got to this. I, I could kill her. I don't, oh, I don't know. You fall into stuff, don't you? Like routines and that. And um, I suppose all these little routines distract you from the big stuff. And maybe you don't know what's going on in people's heads. Maybe I miss the signals. 
Maybe. Maybe I'll... Maybe I didn't check in with her, you know? <laughs> Hello? Who's there? It's weird. I'm gonna try and keep as quiet as I can here, but I think I can see something. In between the trees, a, a silhouette. I can't even really describe what it is I'm doing. I'm looking at here, it's... Hello? Fucking torch! Fucking... Oh. <laughs> oh, can't see it anymore. Weird. Oh. I feel a bit... <laughs> feel a bit... Sick. <laughs> Derry out. When Justin invited me to his Essex home, he warned me that to get a good picture of Terry, I'd have to listen to hours and hours of content. And it's true. We did. In my lamb's wool roll neck sweater, I sat at Justin's kitchen table, near his unnecessarily large collection of kitchen utensils. And we listened. Quietly. Drank coffee, ate potato chips took breaks to sit outside in the cold, foggy air for which Great Britain is so famed. I took notes, picking out the most useful excerpts to play to you on this podcast. Justin just sat back, a knowing look in his eye, smoking cigarettes while stroking Joni with his right foot. Right now, I feel I know Terry like one of my own family or friends. I feel as though I can hear his voice in my head, a simple man with simple needs and desires. Pure. Possibly naive. At this point, I had no idea what was to come. How much my brain would have to perform gymnastics to wrap itself around what happened. Oh, um, good morning. Um, 29th of October. 2020, um, day two of uh, Terry's big walk. Um, had a nice evening, uh, maybe a little bit too much rum. <laughs> um, feeling a bit worse for wear this morning. Um, and it's much colder today, uh, patchy rain as well. So, um, feeling a bit sorry for myself. <laughs> <laughs> but it's self-inflicted, so, you know, I must not grumble. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, no, but it, it, it was beautiful waking up with all the birds sung around me. Really, um, really, uh, beautiful. They got me up a little bit earlier than I would have liked, uh, I think. Uh, they started chirp, 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 chirping away from about five, which, um... <laughs> was a shock <laughs> um, but nature's alarm clock saying hey no no slacking Terry <laughs> but it did get me up and going so uh, so that's nice um, an okay night's sleep a little bit of disturbance um, I might have been recording at the time actually um, 
it all got a bit weird uh something maybe in the bushes <laughs> um but um probably the rum talking <laughs> then later in the night a bit of um sniffling snuffling grunting near me i tried to grab the dictaphone but um i was a bit disorientated <laughs> i assume it was just a um a badger um a very large badger um I, I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, uh, <laughs> folks, is sly old Terry creating drama about the Essex demon? And my answer is no. I really am not shitting you. <laughs> In fact, I'm out here to prove that the Essex demon does not exist. But, you know, no actual sightings of it yet. So, uh, no horns, so to speak. <laughs> Just one rather drunken man. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. <sighs> So yeah, that was my evening. I've uh, I've left the campsite as is, uh, staying there again tonight. But uh, today I'm uh, I'm just off out on an excursion, um, walking into a lovely bit of forest here. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, lots of um, different, interesting-looking trees. Uh, knobbly ones, thin ones, fat ones. Lots of different types of trees. Um, Oh, that sounded a bit like a song, didn't it? <laughs> Nobbly ones, fat ones, thin ones, lots of different types of trees. <laughs> oh dear. Perhaps I'll uh, leave the songs to the songwriters of this world. <laughs> Not old Terry. Um, so, uh, one thing I uh, I realised I hadn't spoken about uh, on the trip. Um, some people might wonder, you know, Terry, you're out here, you're doing this... Uh, this big wander into the unknown, into the wild. Um, don't you miss your job? And, uh, well, well, the short answer is uh, I don't have a job <laughs> anymore. Um, so there's nothing to miss. Um, I, like, well, like, like many uh, like many people at this difficult time, um, lost their job. Uh, I mean, it's a shame, but the fact of the matter is, uh, when it comes to a global pandemic, like the one we're experiencing right now, a... Uh, 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 a business doing kissograms is going to be the first thing to go. Um, you know, you know. These days, the last thing you want is um, somebody turning up at your house, uh, albeit with a nice message, um, kissing you and uh, spreading around all these horrible germs. And um, we were quite a unique service, um, kissogram crew. We were called. Um, not many kissograms around anymore. Uh, some of you younger folk might not even know what kissogram is, I suppose. Uh, the modern equivalent uh, is, is Moonpig. Um, you want to give someone a bespoke congratulations or, or, or happy birthday or Merry Christmas or even Happy Halloween. Um, all that stuff. We actually send a direct messenger to the house. Um, and they pass on those wishes, give the recipient a kiss if requested. <laughs> or maybe sing a little song. Um, we had all sorts of messengers um, on our books. We had jugglers, clown acts, singers, opera singer one bloke. He was oh, terrific. It was terrific. Uh, tenor, he called himself. Um, but he was worth a lot more, though. <laughs> That's just a little joke I uh, used to say to him when he was in the office. Um, I'm not sure he particularly liked it. <laughs> um, touchy sort, opera singers. Um, also, he did complain often about being underpaid, so um, perhaps it was salt in the wound. Um, 
anyway, we were very much at the uh, forefront of the Kissagram market in the UK, and um, I was on the sales team uh, for them. So, yeah, when a, when a virus like this comes around, you can't kiss strangers anymore. Uh, we were the first to go. So uh, when the company folded, that was it. Bye, bye, Terry. Um, and, and Tim, my boss, was always very honest and open about it with us. Um, in many ways, he'd seen this come in for years. He was... Um, he was obsessed with uh, global pandemics, <laughs> um, to the point where I thought it was a little bit unhealthy. I mean, uh, he would be Googling and reciting statistics every day of the week, which uh, sometimes would get a bit much. <laughs> um, I mean, could get quite depressing, but also, you know, sometimes you'd have to go, look, Tim, look, cholera is very serious and it's sad people died of it in that, but I've got deadlines here and I really do have to crack on. Leave me alone, stop talking about cholera, Tim. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it was his company, you know. Odd. I mean, I mean the man was a was a was a walking contradiction, <laughs> running a kissogram business while also being terrified of um, of natural disease. Uh, but now, of course, now of course, he's in his element. Um, I've never met a man more prepared for a global pandemic. He's um, he's actually built himself a bunker, I believe. Uh, anyway, I, I just wish I'd saved a bit more more money. When I was there, you know, so there was, there was, it was money put away for me and Jill should something like this happen. But, um, I guess I never saw it coming the way that Tim did. <sighs> you live and learn, don't you? <laughs> Jill wasn't best pleased. Um, caused, uh, quite a rift between us. <laughs> Might have been the, uh, the tipping point. Well, one of numerous tipping points, as, as Jill puts it. Anyway, all in the past now, it's all about the present. And the present is all these different interesting looking trees. Knobbly ones, steam ones, flat ones, lots of different types of trees. Let's <laughs> uh, Terry out. The Essex Demon, also known as the Essex Spinster, the Essex Spell, and the Monster of Essex, is a legend that has been passed from mouth to ear, from ear to mouth, and back and forth between people across generations, person to person, granny to aunt, to child, to child, and child, on and on through time, like the time itself running through itself and alongside our dreams and all of humanity until all that's left is the story. The story itself. Like so many legends, the original stories are lost. The basis in reality, in history, all that remains are the stories, the feelings, the emotions, ear to mouth mouth to ear. Justin stands up, walks to his fridge, takes out some soda. The Essex Demon, he asks rhetorically. It used to make me afraid of the woods when I was a kid, he says. I asked if he's ever believed in it as an adult. Of course I have, he says. Still do. I pull a quizzical face. What? You still believe in it? I say, in disbelief. Joni moves to a colder spot on the floor as Justin folds his arms. Sometimes, he says, 
Monsters are just metaphors for human behavior. Monsters exist. Whether they're supernatural or not is another question entirely. I still remember that moment, my time with Justin listening to those tapes. That comment. It made me look at my own life, made me consider my own relationships, my own monsters. Perhaps I'd live old enough to tell my grandchildren about those monsters, allow them to pass them on, ear to mouth, mouth to ear, generation to generation, person to person. As we continue listening to the tapes, the sun starts to go down, and nerves start making themselves comfortable in my chest. I know from the newspaper reports that this story doesn't end well. I know that by the time this podcast is finished, someone will be dead. <sighs> Dusk. Dusk of day two. <sighs> Beautiful time of day, isn't it? Dusk. <laughs> Just uh, back at the uh, camp after a long old day of walking. I'm absolutely cream crackered. With a little bit of extra mature cheese stuck on top. <laughs> um, Realised I uh, sound a little bit like I smell there. <laughs> um, which uh, I just meant I'm extra tired. But um, no, it has been a couple of days now. Sand shower. So uh, I suppose I'm a little bit whiffy. <laughs> Today uh, was nice. Nice. If a little unremarkable. Um, interesting wildlife. Um, I saw a grass snake <laughs> just uh, oh, slithered near my ankle it did it was a, either a grass snake or a, a large worm but I, I, I'm pretty sure it was a snake you, you can get them in England I think anyway I uh, I saw it and I, I did grab the dictaphone but um, I'm just not sure I, I properly captured the moment um, I just listened back and it's just me saying I saw a grass snake, but it's gone now. Uh, so I, 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 I need to work on that. I was a bit, I was a bit tongue in cheek when I mentioned the possible Bear Grylls career move, but um, oh, I've been thinking about it on this trip. Um, and uh, actually, you know, on a serious note, it's probably something I, I actually would quite like to pursue. Um, at the very least, I like a book deal. So um, I just need to, uh, you know, hone my documentarian skills, I guess. Which I, uh, hello. I can hear something behind me. I don't. I don't know if the dictator's picking that up. It's uh. Oh. Oh, that has made the hairs on the back of my neck stand right up. That is. <laughs> weird. How weird. Well, maybe it's the Essex Demon. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> it's Halloween coming up, I suppose. <laughs> God, you know, I was thinking about it earlier. I love Halloween. Uh, everything about it. I, I think I think it's my favourite holiday, you know. I, I can't claim to be a particularly religious man, so um, Easter, not much in it for me. A couple of days off work, lovely. I'll take that, thanking you. Uh, but eggs made of chocolate? It doesn't really do it for me. Um, the Easter bunny. I, I mean, who came up with that? What is the Easter bunny? Is it, is it, is it just a giant bunny that talks? Can it talk? I, I really don't know, but... Uh, Christmas, you know, Christmas is nice. Get all festive in that. Sure, sure. But, uh, oh, Halloween. Yes, please. 
<laughs> getting all dressed up and spooky, decorating the house with all the cobwebs and stuff. We um, we had it. We had a special doorbell we'd put up every year, which was um, it's like a, a plastic skull, and uh, when you press the button, it'd go enter at your peril. Ha ha ha! <laughs> it'd do like an evil laugh, like ha ha. <laughs> yeah. Jill loves Halloween as well. Like 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 proper. Proper loves it. <laughs> oh, getting all cosy, watching a horror film. Jill would always hide behind me uh, in the scary bits, but oh, I knew that actually secretly she was loving it. <laughs> yeah. But Halloween chocolate as well. Oh, trick or treating. <laughs> me and Jill did a, uh, a thing actually uh, with trick or treating. We had um, trick or treat or truth. And uh, there's always only one truth right at the bottom of the uh, the big treat bowl, and it's always just for me and Jill at the end of the night. And it's a bit, um, a bit like a fortune cookie, I guess. It was always something we'd written down on on paper early in the day that we wanted to say to each other. And um, maybe we hadn't recently. Like, I think I'm, I think you're brilliant, or I'm, I'm proud of you. I love you. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Missing Jill today. Um, I guess I'm maybe a bit homesick. Um, I just want to go home. <laughs> it's, um, it's always quite a special time of the year for us, so um, I guess that's all. It's just, um, it's just going to be strange, I think, not being together. Oh, oh God, sorry about this. Oh, God. I don't even know who I'm talking to. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, Terry. I bet Bear Grill doesn't cry. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, I guess I can cut this bit out later. Anyway, uh, getting dark now. Best crack on with the fire. Terry out. <laughs> Hello? The noise is back. What the fuck is it? Hello? Do you ever get the feeling that something's watching you? Oh, fucking losing my mind. Okay. This is really, really fucking weird now. I... At this point, I tell Justin to pull out the tape from Terry's first day. Justin asks why. I tell him that I just want to double check the recording. We play it back. Maybe I didn't check in with her, you know. <laughs> Hello? Who's there? Justin pulls a quizzical face. That face, which I've come to know, which seems to carry with it an entire lifetime of lawnmower engineering. Each wrinkled line is a story, an anecdote, a tale unsaid. I tell him to trust me, and I pull off my sweater. I rewind the tape, turn up the gain to full, and play it back once more. And it was that moment which I will not forget. It was the most heart-stopping, jaw-dropping moment in my life. Maybe I didn't check in with her, you know. <laughs> Hello? 
Jose. It's weird. I'm gonna try and keep as quiet as I can here, but I think I can see something. In between the trees. Uh, hello? Fucking, fucking torch. Fuck it. Oh. Oh. Can't see it anymore. Weird. Oh. I feel a bit. Justin sat down, stunned by what he'd heard. Even Joni seemed uneasy. Hello. Good morning. Um, October 30th. It's um, 2020. Um, day three. Not really feeling my best, uh, i got to say. Um, I don't know if being on my own has made me a bit loopy, but... Um, weird stuff happening. Uh, I had the strangest dream. It, it was uh, it was so real. It was um, I was I was sleeping and I, I woke up and the Essex demon's head was just poking through the tent. Just it was watching me. It had enormous horns and um, one red eye, which was blinking, uh, blinking or winking. Uh, I, I don't know. And uh, it, it was grunting and it it felt so real. You know, it was like it was like I was fucking awake. It was, I was just staring at this creature, and it was staring back at me. And I, it was so, so real. But it can't be. Um, I, I must have just been asleep, but I didn't know. You know. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not really feeling myself today. Don't, um, just don't have much to say. So, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to leave it there. <sighs> oh, okay, this is... Um... <sighs> now I'm really starting to... <sighs> it's evening, day three. <sighs> There's a figure. <sighs> it's, it's dark, but... There's definitely someone, I'd, I'd say, a hundred yards away, maybe, stood dead still, watching me. I swear to fucking God, they're staring right at me. I don't, I don't know what to do. I've had this feeling all day being followed. Sometimes you can just sense it, can't you? I thought I was going mad. Honest to fucking God, they're just looking at me. It's... Oh, oh my... Oh my God. They... They started walking towards me. Fuck! Fuck! Oh, fuck! Oh, shit! Fuck! Fuck! What's the fucking... Fucking pen knife? Oh, fuck! What the fuck is it? God. Oh fuck, they're right by me. Fuck, 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 
fuck, fuck, fuck, fuck, fuck. Halloween from the Kissagram crew. Jill has sent this message to you. She sent me all this way to say she hopes you have a brilliant day. There's only one thing left to do, and that's to give a kiss to you. <coughs> Tim. Alright mate. Well I'm not I'm not gonna do the kiss for one thing. <gasps> Covid and, and also, you know, it's weird. What the fuck? Because you know you're a colleague. What the fuck are you doing it's here? A bit strange. God, you scared the shit out of me! Just quickly, you're not showing any COVID symptoms. Oh, I, I can't I just I just need to ask. <sighs> you're alright, Terry. You scared the shit out of me! I thought I was gonna die! I'm holding a pen knife! Really? I thought you were the Essex Demon, I was going to stab you! Jesus Christ, Terry. Oh my God. Oh, sorry, I'm just still fucking... <laughs> Bloody hell. Oh, I can't catch my breath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't normally call out. I spent the last three or so months in the bunker, you know. But, well, Jill called and, you know, because it's you, mate, I made an exception. Bloody hard work finding you, though. <laughs> it's taken me all day. Jill, I'll shoot. Yeah, 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 yeah. She said she wants you to come home, mate. Oh. You know, I, I've always wondered what this job's like for the actual Kissagram messengers. <laughs> you remember that opera bloke we had? Yeah. Bloody good, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. One sec, just mate. I'm just going to turn this uh, thing. Okay, testing, testing. One, two, three. <coughs> Hello and happy. Jill? Jill? What? Say it with me. No. For the dictaphone. No. Please. Oh, fine. Right, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Happy, Happy Halloween! Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I want to suck your blood. Oh, get off of your duff, son. <laughs> Hello. Happy Halloween, everyone. Oh, it's been a brilliant day so far. I'm dressed as Dracula. <laughs> Jill is, um... How would you describe it, Jill? I'm a zombie wood nymph. A zombie wood nymph. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Oh, the house is looking fan-bloody-tastic. Um, creepy crawlies and every little crevice. And, uh... Oh, 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 check this out. Oh. Enter at your peril. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, it's that doorbell I was telling you about. I'll press it again. Enter at your peril. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, brilliant. Only a couple trick-or-treaters so far. Um, a couple of very cute kids dressed up like Fred and Rose West. <laughs> Adorable. But um, plenty of treats still to give out. And um, oh, um, I've, I've also got my truth written down, which um, make sure... Jill can't hear me. Tonight, after Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I'm going to propose. <laughs> Keep that to yourself, though. <laughs> I'm going to find Jill so you can meet her properly. Uh, Jill! Jill, come say hello to... What are you doing? It's, uh... I don't know. I, th I think it's Tim. What do you mean? Outside. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> for you, for you listeners, Tim is right now stood in our drive, dressed. What is? What is he doing? <laughs> dressed up fully in an Essex demon outfit, mask and headgear and everything. 
Oh, God, you nutter. Well, uh, I, I guess we should let him in. Oh. <laughs> oh, come on in then. Right, very good. Very funny. Happy Halloween. <laughs> You're a bit old for trick-or-treating, Tim. Um... <laughs> anyway, uh, while you're here, after yesterday, I was I was thinking maybe we can restart the Kissagram crew. You know, just w without the kissing. You know, they could all stand two meters apart and all that, all, all COVID um, secure. And you're right, Tim. Sound about out of breath, <laughs> Tim. So, uh, did you uh, come round for anything in particular, or...? Um... Hello? What? Jill? Toby. What is it? It's Tim. What? On the phone. You're joking. I'm not. It's Tim, he's on the phone, Terry. All right, we'll, we'll give it here then. Hello? Tim? Hi? Oh, yeah, 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 thanks, mate. Look, listen, can I call you back? Uh, something's just come up here, is that all right? Okay, thanks. So, if that's Tim... Who the fuck are you? The roll of tape continues for 11 minutes. 11 minutes of something unimaginable. Impossible to describe, but... I don't feel comfortable sharing the audio with you on this podcast. I'm sure if you really tried to look, you could search through the darker sinews of the net, but I have to say, I don't recommend it. I've only ever listened through once, and I confess it caused me to vomit on my Birkenstocks. I guess you're wondering... What happened to Jill and Terry? Well, I am afraid to say it remains a mystery. The coroner's report is brief but brutal. The Essex police were unable to find a suspect for what they considered a grisly and unsettling murder case. The perpetrator of the crime, still at large. A senseless homicide? Perhaps. A demon from hell residing in Essex who feasted on Terry and Jill's flesh. It's not my place to say. I'll leave you to decide for yourselves. I am glad that I found these tapes so I was able to learn more about the man Terry was. And to share his story with you. His was a life lived. We all battle our own monsters. Maybe... Just maybe, sometimes they are actually real. 
Before I left, Justin handed me a tape. Don't listen to this until you're back in the States, he said. I asked why, and he just wrinkled his creased brow, the way I had become so accustomed to, and smiled. Justin was a man of very few words, and I knew that he'd said all he wanted to. I nodded and kept my promise. Back home, I sat awake, the night lights of the city twinkling in through my window, a mixture of jet lag and fear keeping me awake. I couldn't get the sounds of Terry's screams out of my head. The poor man. I think I was feeling grief. I looked down at the tape and wearily carried it across the room, terrified of what I might find on there. The recording only ran for a few minutes, and after hearing it, I immediately rang the police. Oh, um, hello again. <laughs> Lunchtime of day one, Sunday, 28th October 2020. Um, it's been really nice so far, taking in the sights and sounds. Yeah, I'm really, I, I don't get into the country enough, you know. You know. Oh, oh, look at that. Maybe I should get a dog. Oh, that man over there walking his dog. Oh, he looks happy. It's all the fresh air, you know. I don't get fresh air enough. Oh, fresh. I love fresh air. Oh, I think it's good for the brain. I've always said that, that it's good for the brain, because I've always had a busy brain, you know, whirling, buzzing, buzzing away. I, uh, I used to have, um, Anxiety attacks, actually, as a kid. I haven't had one in, I, I haven't had one in years, thank God. But um, I don't know. Out here, I just um, I just feel peaceful. You know, what, what they say, at one. Thinking about my parents. I'm thinking about the friends I've known over the years, and I'm well, I'm appreciating them. Is that the right word? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm appreciating things again. The moment I've always, um, <laughs> I've always wondered what's so special about the moment. Why are people always chasing it? The moment. What does it even mean? Like, like the moment is is everywhere all the time. But, but you know, now I think, I think I know what they mean. The moment is nice. I, th- I think it's just another word for. Um, Contentedness, or oh, I don't know, appreciation. Yeah. <laughs> appreciation. Oh, oh. hello. <laughs> oh. oh, 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 lovely dog, beautiful dog. What's her name? Joni. Oh, hi, Joni. She says hi back. Oh, I'm Terry. Nice to meet you, Terry. I'm Justin. Oh, well, uh, you know, normally I'd shake your hand, but, uh, you know. <laughs> Where are you headed? Oh, um, I don't really know. Uh, I'm sort of wandering at the moment. I'm uh, sort of living wild. Uh, There's ni- lots of nice wooded areas around here. Ah, uh, yeah. What's that? Yeah. Oh, um, oh, it's a I'm Basically, I'm recording it, and uh, it's just been a project I've been working I stand in my kitchen. Brain spinning. All I can think of is a moment with Justin at his kitchen table, as I sat next to his large collection of kitchen knives. 
a flippant remark that he made. Monsters are just metaphors for human behavior. Monsters exist. Whether they're supernatural or not is another question entirely. And then, seconds before dialing 911, my mind conjures up his knowing smile when he told me to wait till I got home to listen. It's almost textbook psychopathic behavior. He told me that he'd stumbled across the tapes. But Justin met Terry. I now realize that Justin was the Essex demon. Justin had murdered two innocent people, Terry and Jill, in cold blood. And now he wanted recognition. He wanted to give us all a show. He'd been performing for me, playing with me like a cat with a piece of string. And this, this was his final bow. I've been Baker Bugbrook. Thanks for listening and promise me one thing. Take care of each other. Won't you? The Essex Demon was voiced by Alex Williams, Grace Dunn, Owen Jenkins, and Arthur McVeigh. Great, well there we go. That yep. is the that is the Halloween that's Halloween out of the way. Yeah, happy Halloween everyone. Happy Halloween uh, one and all. Do if you're gonna do something, I've got um like a Halloween game you can all play, which is really, really, really good for a, a lockdown Halloween. Basically what you do is you open WhatsApp and you text every single person you know about at your peril. Didn't sound that fun as a Halloween game, Arthur. What's the Halloween element to it? Uh, well at your peril's a bit spooky, isn't it? Right, right, right. What's the game element? Um...